Shabbos Dav Dalid. Rabbi Barabaya has an amazing question. A person takes a piece of dough, and in order to bake the dough, he puts it in the side of the oven, like they bake today lafas. Now it takes a few minutes for the dough to bake. Once it bakes, then and only then will it be chayav isadarais of baking. Is he permitted to remove the dough in order not to be over isadaraisa? But by removing the dough, he's over a isadara button called ridia. And the question is, in order to prevent him from being chayav a carbon chatos, can we allow him to be over isadara button? Now a carbon chatos comes only for a shaygig. And a shaygig is only if a person is unaware of what he's doing from beginning of his act until the end of that. So how is it possible that he had an awareness and he came to and he understands that he's doing the Isser and therefore he wants to remove the dough? It has to be that we're not talking about him. We're talking about his friend. His friend wants to save him from Mechatos. But that's also very problematic. Because in Oyrim La'adam Chatei Kedesh Yitzchik we don't tell a friend, you perform a minor Avera in order so that your friend is not over a major Avera of a chatos. Therefore, the Gemara explains, we must be talking about that we don't want this person to be over a iser mazid. They did it on purpose. The only issue is that Rabbi Barabaya, in his question, he uses the language of a chatos, which, which means shaygig. So we have to amend that and say he didn't mean chatos, he meant mazid. In fact, there's a brisa that says, Mefurish, so that a person is allowed to be over the iser of Ridia of removing the dough from the oven, which is Isidur Rabbanon, in order not to be over the Isidur Raisa of Skila. The Gemara brings the Mishnah, which says that if an Ani, a person is standing in the Rishus Harabim, and extends his hand, he takes an object, he does an Akiri Rishus Harabim, and places it in another person's hand in Rishus Hayachet. Hanacha in Rishus Hayachet. He's Chayiv the Raisa Haitzah, because he did an Akiri and Hanacha. The question that Gemara addresses right now is why is the hand of the person standing in Rosh enough for the Ani to be chayv? A hand is not for Tfachim. And in order for a person to be chayv a he has to place an object on an area that's larger than 4 by 4 Tfachim. The Gemara makes 7 attempts to explain this. And the Gemara Lamaskana, the last pshat, the 7th pshat is, and that's what we go with, is Rav who explains that a hand of a person is considered four tzvachim. You're right, it's not physically four, but it says if it's four tzvachim, it's chashav like four. But before we get to that answer, let's go through the different answers. Answer number one is that it goes according to Rav Akiva, who holds that you don't need four tzvachim. Because Rav Akiva holds in a case where a person throws an object from a Rosh a private domain, to another private domain, but it travels over a public domain. Says Rabbi Kiva, he's chayev for Haitzah, because it's, it's as if it landed in the public domain. How could it land in the public domain? It traveled right over. The answer is because he holds up a concept called Kluta Kemi Shun Chadamia. We consider it, it as if it landed in the Rishus Arabim. In slow motion, as it's passing over Rishus Arabim, it landed for a millisecond in Rishus Arabim, and then it continued traveling to Rishus Hayachid. And therefore, he's chayev. The Gemara pushes that. Logic off and says that you see from Rebbe Kiva that he only holds when it comes to landing, but not taking off. Because if he would be chayiv for taking off also, Rebbe Kiva should say he should be chayiv twice. Once for taking off in Rosh Hashayachet and landing in Rosh Hashayachet. And then again, it must take off from Rosh Hashayachet in order to continue to Rosh Hashayachet and be chayiv again. You see, the Rebbe Kiva holds that for landing, you don't need four tvachim. 
But for taking off, you do need four tvachim. Therefore, Rabbi Kiva does not fit into our Mishnah. As the Gemara is describing this concept of Rabbi Kiva, the Gemara brings Rabbah, who in the beginning had a suffix, what the Machlegis was, and at the end says this svara. But just to point out, that Rabbah brings something called a question. Do we learn Zrika from Maishit? In other words, in the Midbar, the Levine would pass beams from one wagon to another wagon, which is one Rosh to another Rosh because these wagons had walls that were 10 Tfachim high, and the wagons were larger than 4 Tfachim by 4 Tfachim. But as they were passing the beams from one wagon to the other, they were going across a Rosh Hashanah. In between them was a Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, it's usher to pass an object from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah if you're going above a Rosh Hashanah. And the question is, do we learn throwing from passing? And Rabbah went through that question, but at the end he decided, the Rabbi Kiva holds, Kluto Kemisha Unchadamya, below ten Tfachim, he say Kluto Kemisha Unchadamya. Gemara makes another attempt. Perhaps, it goes according to the Shita, our Mishnah, that says that by putting, placing an object in somebody's hand, that's considered four Tfachim. Why? Because it goes like Rebbe. Rebbe holds that if you throw an object in Rosh Hashanah and it lands on a branch, even if the branch is very small, you're Chayev. The Gemara says, well, don't prove anything from that case, because the branch is actually four tfachim. Why? Even though you're looking at it and it's less than four tfachim, because the trunk of the tree is more than four tfachim, and the branch is attached to the trunk, so it's as if the branch is four tfachim wide. So perhaps there's another Rebbe. Rebbe says in a case, where a person throws an object from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah, like you see in the picture, from one highway to another highway, traveling over a private domain. Rebbe holds of the concept as it's traveling over the private domain, it landed in the private domain halachically. But he adds another shot. He says, you are in fact chayev twice. It travels from Rosh Hashanah and passes over Rosh Hashanah, so it's as if it landed in Rosh Hashanah. And then there's halachic as if it took off again from Rosh Hashanah and landed again in Rosh Hashanah. So what happened was, you had a ha'achnasa from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, then you had a ha'itzah from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, and therefore you chayv twice. And the Gemara pushes this attempt as well, and says, only in that case does Rebbe say you're chayv, because in the Rosh Hashanah we're talking about a Rosh Hashanah that has a ceiling. And if you have a ceiling, it's as if the whole Rosh Hashanah was full to the top. And therefore, it landed somewhere, anywhere it lands, it has four tvachim to land. But you can't say the same logic in Rosh Hashanah, because Rosh Hashanah cannot have a ceiling. Because in the desert, they didn't have a ceiling when they were doing the Mishkan. So to every Rosh Hashanah cannot have a ceiling. And therefore, it doesn't fit into our Mishnah. And for the rest of the attempts of how to explain a person's hand that doesn't have four tzvachim, how does it work? That we'll see, Bezer Hashem, on Daf Hay. Have a wonderful day.